0: This is Adjuster TV, Adjusters first. Adjuster TV is brought to you by Kaplik. Learn all about E&O and other insurance for adjusters at cplic.net slash adjusterTV. And by the National Association of Catastrophe Adjusters. Joining NACA will provide you with the resources you need to build a lasting career as a claims professional at adjustertv.com slash NACA. And by AdjusterTV Plus. Get unlimited access to a growing library of the best adjuster training videos created by the most trusted name in claims, A Adjuster TV at adjuster T V plus dot com.
1: Right now you are you said you're working on your license.
0: Uh yeah, yeah. If, you're, if I could uh I would assume what is today, Tuesday. I'll be I'll be done with that this week and I'll be sending uh, my uh sending in for my license immediately. You're Florida? Mm hmm.
1: Okay, right on. So what's what are your next steps after this? Like where where are you Well where that's you kinda head? why I'm
0: here. <laughs> I kind of felt like, too, this was, you know, this is kind of my introduction to this world, too. I mean, I, yeah, you know, there's, I'm sure there's other people who are going to see this and I want them to see this, you know, um, but that's kind of.
1: Oh, they will. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, I've, you know, I've been sitting out here on the patio. Me and my wife sit out here every night. And I generally if she hasn't touched the TV, I'll throw up some adjuster TV. <laughs> she loves it. she right he is the best host. He is just the best. And so she'll sit and watch him with me. Now, understanding that she had a Georgia adjuster license, she never did anything with. And sure. and now she's medically retired. So at some point in time, she's going to be a great sidekick in a passenger seat. We have one year of kids left.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Right. On, right so, on. Well, I, don't I tell you what. I was just going to say um, that's a that's probably a good thing, because what you can do is finish, you know, the next few steps and then get out in the field and kind of get your arms wrapped around everything. Figure out how you like things, your workflow, figure out where you're, waste, you're not wasting necessarily, but spending a lot of extra time mm-hmm. doing something that you could maybe outsource to somebody else and then. Get a year under your belt, you know, maybe a year and a half, something like that, and then bring her on board and be like, okay, these are the things that if I had somebody help me, if I just had a person doing these tasks, Great. I'd be able to, to do double the number of claims or, you yeah. know, 50% more or three times more or whatever it is, Um so yeah, so that's that's a good place to be and husband and wife teams do really well. And I think that um a lot of IA firms will kinda of tell you informally, sort of off the record, that they prefer to hire husband and wife teams because really? they tend to be a little bit more um diligent, a little bit more detail oriented. Uh, they, I think they find that the customer service tends to be a little bit better, um, because the person, you know, and the way I always tell people to do, um, teams, is real simple instead of it's like, you got walkie talkie. I mean, you could do this, but if I was going to do it, I would do it a little bit differently. Some people can say, you know, well, he's going to get on the roof or she's going to get on the roof and I'll stay in the car and we'll be on walkie talkies and I'll just call down my measurements in the scope and like, whatever. Uh which you can do, uh, but I think uh because you're also having to deal with phone work and email and you know, buttoning up claims and doing corrections and things like that, if you have what you could basically call an administrative assistant, yeah. Somebody who is gonna be responsible for your schedule, for your emails for chasing down phone calls and things like that so that you don't have to take time out of your day um in order to get those things done that's a that's that's pretty massive right so um that's generally the way that i'll tell people is to say listen go out by yourself and um learn the ropes learn you know this where you you you've, you've you yourself discover where you can be efficient and then bring some, plug somebody into that, that can help you with those efficiencies. I was
0: going to ask you what, if that was a good idea, I had kind of thought that I should jump myself out there, learn the ropes, let me figure out all the potholes and then plug her in. And to yeah. my advantage, she has like awards throughout her life for the, for, for typing skills. She's extremely fast yeah. And efficient and I'm like, and she's been she she's she had she only took that license two years ago. She just didn't do anything with it because of the medical retirement. She has she has an autoimmune uh, disorder, so I was like, God, I just don't think a lot of guys get this opportunity to plug someone in who knows the lingo.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and you can even, you know, like the ideal scenario if she if she's it you know, able to climb roofs yourself, then you could have one, hire a, th- a third person, an administrative assistant for both of you. And then you both take claims. Um, and then you can kind of, you might not double your work, but you might, right? Um, there's a lot of ways to do it. But I think from here, it sounds like, you know, you've got a, what kind of Xactimate training have you gotten?
0: See, that's what I haven't done yet. That's where I'm not okay. right there. I know I can figure it out fairly quickly. Um, sure and i've ta- i've watched all the macro stuff from you <laughs> so i am on yeah. that train um i highly believe in macros i always have i just i use them in excel yeah. all the time so um,
1: yeah for sure
0: it's it's important so that's where i'm kind of leaning on you is where I, what what move do i need to make from here okay. what do you see that can can I w- i'm just gonna tell you matt i am the type of guy that I learn everything the hard way. I would be, I will learn the best <laughs> if I am thrown in the middle of something that I am not prepared for.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't necessarily have to do that. Um, but so I, I would say that the, the kind of the essential order of operations is, you know, once you decide that you really want to do this and maybe you've, you know, you've talked to people and talked to me or talked to whoever – and it sounds like this could be your gig, you get your license, right? And getting that Florida as your, your home state
0: yep, my resident, as, as a I'll resident lines.
1: is a, that's significant. And that's, that cause it's a big, it's a big license to get. Um, once you get your Florida in hand, then you can go and apply for a, a bunch of other licenses in bulk and just kind of, and then you're going to have a lot of licenses. Um, so, I would say at this point, the very next thing that you need to do is to learn the ins and outs of Xactimate. Correct. Um, Xactimate is the premier. Um, I think they've got something like 95% of the market as far as insurance companies go. Um, but you need to learn how to use Xactimate. Um, and uh, are you in Adjuster TV Plus? I'm not. Okay. I need to be. Um <laughs> Well, the reason I ask is because inside of Adjuster TV Plus, um, I have a lot of like detailed Exactimate training, including oh, really? a like complete startup. Like where do you find the download link? How do you get the demo? All that kind of stuff, like a walkthrough for everything that you need to know about every part of Exactimate, as well as um, a layer above that more advanced training where we're like, all right, well we're gonna use Xactimate in the context of a claim and I have a ton of examples in there, um a ton of different scenarios, um, a bunch of standalone trainings. I have some trainings from Crawford in there um where their Xactimate certified trainer is showing you how to do some level two diagrams, roof diagrams and things like that. Okay. Um so it's it's and it's thirty seven dollars a month. I mean it's it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of training for not a whole lot of money. Yeah. Um I will tell you that I think it's, it's a, a pretty good idea. You know, you can, you know, I always say this, I say uh, that your first storm and really your last storm, whichever, you know, whatever it is, whether you've been doing this a year or 10 years, it's kind of like your resume, so to speak. So in other words, you can have a resume, like your paper, a paper resume. that has got all the stuff all over it, right? You've you know, level three master Xactimate, you're a, a Hague certified inspector, you are got a, a CPCU, you've got a this, you got a that, all this stuff. But if you fall down flat on your face on your first storm because you can't handle the pressure and you can't put all the pieces together, resume is just, you know, you can wipe, blow your nose with it. Um, so ultimately, the biggest test of your ability and your skills is going to be putting all the pieces together on that first, for your first CAT deployment. But if, you know, you can kind of scoot yourself closer to the front of the line by getting those, you know, different certifications and things like that, that show that you have some skin in the game, that you are making an effort on your own as an independent, which is what we are. We're not, you know, it's all us, right? Um, You're making the effort to get out there and become a subject uh, quote unquote subject matter expert on Xactimate, right? So in other words, get, you know, Xactimate level one gets you on the board right exactimate level two is more advanced and it's kind of a, a lot of adjusters stop at exactimate level two but you could go to exactimate level three which is like the master level right i highly recommend getting at the absolute minimum a level one certification um, because it, it's widely regarded in the industry any of those levels um, every carrier knows about it and approves of it. Every IA firm knows about it and approves of it. Um, obviously you, you gotta, you know, walk the walk when it comes to writing claims. Um, but it's, it's one of those things. If that's on your, on your resume, you got an Exactimate level two certification and you got nine licenses and you've got, you know, uh, this and that and the other thing. That looks great on the resume and it makes, uh, makes it a, a hiring manager more comfortable with saying, all right, well, I think we could probably, let's slide this guy into this, you know, not the total noob, a beginner you know, uh, adjust your training thing that we have, you know, a couple of weeks from now, but this is a little bit more advanced, you know, we're going to do an assessment of them, get them some carrier certifications and then get them out in the field. Right. So there's still, you, there's a lot of stuff you're going to do on your own, but then there's a few steps left once you onboard onto an IA firm's roster that they're going to want to, to kind of polish you up, see where, you know, you're deficient at, where you're great at and make you, so if they're comfortable putting you out in the field and giving you claims, um, so I think for your very next step, that would be my recommendation would be to start getting hands-on an Xactimate. Um, you can download the demo for free for 30 days. Um, if you call them and say, hey, I'm still learning You know, I'm still I'm in the middle of this training or that training, and uh, my 30 days is about to be up, can I get an extension on that? They will usually do it. I think they'll do it a couple of times. Um, so, you, you know... Obviously, there's a lot of things you can't do with the demo that you can't do with the paid version. Uh, there's going to be watermarks, all everything, everything. So you're not going to be able to use it to write claims or whatever. Um, and then once you get, like, say, if you onboard with Pilot or Eberl uh, or Alacrity or Crawford or whoever, most of those companies have a, a relationship with where for Verisk, which is their parent company, Um where they get a discount, right? So I think pilots is like between 80 and $90 a month is what you pay you, because you have to pay for it. Um, but it's exactly on the open market. Like if you were to just go like to exactware.com or look up exact X1 download, and then like try to pay for it. It's like 300 and some dollars a month, yeah, 250 you you to $350 a month. It's expensive, yeah. Uh, but you can get discounts. You can get a significant discount for some companies. If you are onboarded and you're deployed, um, so exactly. So, you get your license, you know. Once you get that in hand, then you apply for a few more licenses Texas, you know, Gulf states. Um, I maybe I would get everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, those states, right? So, the Midwest, Minnesota, in particular, New um, and then, yeah, New Mexico. Then go ahead and, and then jump into you know, you can get the training through uh, Adjuster TV Plus if you want, or there's. A lot of the places that kind of have sort of do like beginner Xactimate stuff. Um, I think ours is the best, but I mean, that's I'm going to go to yours anyway. Um, I already
0: watch you on the daily. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, and then, and then I would look into um, finding some um, specific uh, Xactimate level one and two certification training because just to be totally transparent, totally clear Right now, currently, as of December 2022, um, I'm not an Xactimate certified trainer, so I don't – my training doesn't prepare you for the certifications, Okay. technically speaking. The certification training – because the certifications ask specific questions about specific diagrams and specific scenarios that I don't teach, um, I don't – I can't say and I won't say – because it doesn't but you can like then go and take the exactimate level one or two certification and pass it because i don't know what's on those tests right so i'm not teaching you to the tests and then you go to Exactware or taveras and you take the test through them it's like 200 bucks a pop concurrent with that so this is kind of like all a meanwhile sort of a thing um if you can if you can swing it uh, you have to go to the National Association of Catastrophe Adjusters Convention in thank January. Thank <laughs>
0: What's that? I saved that from your last uh, video, too.
1: Yeah. And I would start looking at, like, flights, right? I mean, it's a month away from yeah. now. Um, and I'm going to have to—I'm probably going to drive down there with my camera gear and all this stuff. But um, it is—every single one of those firms that we talked about, Hague is going to be there. Varisk will be there. The Xactimate guys will be there. Crawford. There's like 40, 50, 60 I firms, um, drone companies. There's, uh, forensic engineering firms there. I mean, it's the st- on and on and on. And it's a trade association. It's like 200 bucks a year to be a member. Um, and even if you don't become a member, it is 100,000% worth it to join up or to go to the, con- to go to the convention. Where's it at? Um, and I would, What's that? Where's it at? It's in Vegas at the Rio.
0: Okay.
1: Um, And you go to to NACATADJ.org and the convention stuff's all on the front page, or you can go to adjustertv.com slash NACA, N-A-C-A. They have tons and tons of very, very, very high quality training from some of the best people in the industry. Um, I'm going to tell you that I would prioritize – Interviewing with the firms, overtaking an Xactimate class or a, a IIC, CRC, CRC class or a, whatever, because the true benefit, the, the thing that's the, is worth all the money, I think double the, the price is being able to, to interview, sit at a pilot's booth and interview with their like director of recruiting. Right. And then. 30 minutes later or 20 minutes later, walk around the corner to Alacrity's booth and talk to their person and then walk around and talk to Tina at Eberle. And then do you know what I mean? So in other words, and with copies of your resume, your business cards or whatever, and just... It's three days of, of, job interviewing with every, every single like firm that is going to be worth interviewing with. Um, you can throw in classes, you know, if you want to. Um, I recommend it. I recommend going to all the evening events. Um, be, get there Sunday afternoon because there's a big reception, um, registration and then, um, you know, a big dinner and cocktails and whole nine yards. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's a pretty good time. Um, this is going to be, I think, our fifth year. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and of us going, and it's been, this is an organization that's been going, been going since I think like the seventies. It's, it's a old. It's been around for a while. Um, but I highly recommend doing that, you know, however you can get there. Um, it's, it's going to set you up for the rest of, the, of your year because you'll have been you'll have made face to face contacts with those with the people that are going to be like, all right, well, we're going to take David and we're going to put him on this storm or, or David. You know, he's got all the pieces or he's getting all the pieces put together. You know, you don't have to be like fully ready to go out of the box. You could be like, all right, well, I'm in the middle of getting my Xactimate level two. I've got my Florida and four licenses and I'm getting these nine other ones and blah, blah, blah. Um, OK, great, because January nothing's happening. Right. Yeah. For the most part. Sometimes things happen, obviously, but um, you're not probably going to be like getting, depending on, it depends on the storm season. Um, you could, storm season generally, we'll say on average, will start April, yeah. we'll say March, April. So far, the South you go, the earlier it gets, right? So you've got some, there's some time there for you to keep preparing and keep getting these all these things under your belt um, so that you can hit really hit the ground running and be uh, somebody that when on your first storm, the manager that hired you that you met when you see them the next year at NACA, cause I would say go every year, they're going to be like, Hey man, you did you do a great job on all the storms we sent you out on? Um, we have this new client that, you know, that does only co- like a high end commercial, you know, that kind of thing. Um, there's opportunities it's networking obviously as you know and so it's Mm face-to-face things happen when you when you start talking to people shaking hands and getting in front of them um you can really make a lot of cool stuff happen and put yourself in the way of some really great opportunities so i I recommend it yeah if you only go to one event let that be the one
0: okay because i noticed uh, i heard i watched another video on you because i heard you just mentioned crawford a minute ago but uh being I live in Cape Coral, two miles from where the hurricane took land, I'm right here in the middle of the worst of the worst, but I am totally interested in flood. Yeah, I totally yeah. want to do that. So I've just kind of well, insight on that.
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it is, I think, because the government's rules are that you adjusters, anybody that gets into the flood program needs to have at least four years of um, insurance or claims experience. Okay. Um, before they'll let them get into the program, but there are, uh, um, some sort of like sneaky ways around that. So I know Crawford and I'm sure other companies have it. I know pilots got a really good flood program, uh, but they, some of them have sort of these like fast track, um, flood things where they will kind of get you sort of like teed up to do flood um, in case there's an opportunity for them to, for a big flood event where they need to send a bunch of people, they need to send more people than are flood certified. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I'll give you an example of this. And this happened to me um, back in,
0: this was
1: hurricane Sandy. So it's 2011, 2012 was hurricane Sandy, but I, this happens every year. Uh every year they have big hurricanes and I shouldn't say every year but big hurricanes that have flooding this happens Hurricane Sandy I was a field manager so I didn't do this um, but I was in an orientation and you know the, the person up front was giving their presentation and everything and this dude walks in um, big tall six foot four guy big booming voice and he just cuts the person off who's talking but didn't even like say excuse me or anything Ooh. just like started talking He's like, I need 15 people who want to do flood right now. Stand up and come with me. It doesn't matter if you're flood certified or not. Let's go. He turned around and walked out of the room. And people were like like looking at each other like, I don't know. And then the, the person at the front of the room was like, if you want to do it, you better go. And so people stood up and walked out of the room, right? Most of those people were not NFIP certified. They were newbies because they were in a newbie orientation. Yeah. Um so if, if, you, if you get, jump in with, uh, Pilot, Crawford, Alacrity, um, Eberle, et cetera, and kind of get involved in their flood programs or colonial claims where they have these mentorship programs, um, it may not guarantee that you're going to get any flood work for the first four years. Um, but if there's opportunities like that, then you're going to be ahead of the, the game and they will find ways. A lot of times they'll, they'll try to find ways to, to, to keep you busy with that stuff. Cause, you know, when they invest in you t- for these trainings, Um, they won't want to like have you go off and work for somebody else. Um, so, and again, and those, those, a lot of those flood training things, um, any kind of like a carrier certification, even if it's like an advanced one where the carrier is like, there's no way we take anybody with less than 10 years of experience. You you can go to those things. Um, for nothing else, those are absolutely outstanding networking opportunities where you can, again, get in, in face to face with people, um, the people that make decisions. They're not necessarily all just going to be trainers who just only live at the, the, the training center. Um, most of the time, and this is something that, uh, is a little bit frustrating, uh, when dealing with, with IA firms, even the big ones is that, You know, I'll I'll be talking to like somebody at a at a big company and we'll have start putting together all these cool plans for like a sponsorship or for like a training collaboration or something, a video that we're going to do together. And then hurricane season hits and they just disappear. And (laughs) And the reason why is because even though that's a marketing director or that's a training director or human resources or operations person, when the storm hits, they're in the field because they're all adjuster like every one of them is an adjuster right so they're either in the field or they're managing in the field or they're they're all they get po- you could go to the training center all you want to but nobody's going to be there during with if there's a big storm because everybody's working right um which is kind of a you know it's a sort of a interesting facet of our industry is that there's not like it, some companies there are but it's most of them, there's not really like dedicated um people for to do these kinds of things if a giant event hits everybody is like
0: yeah it's like world
1: war ii you know everybody kind of just it's your factory you were making you know mixers now you're making tanks right it's it's kind of a cool thing Um, but i would say it's you know kind of wrap that tangent up flood is a good way to go and if if you kind of like craft your career path to be leading in that direction making the right connections with people taking even if you if you can't being patient with it and knowing that you may not be able to get any flood deployments until you've got four years under your belt. um, It makes it easier to hit that, you know, hit the flood train when you're like, you're you're getting to know all the flood people at all the companies and taking all their trainings and just being, there's David again. All right. Well, I see David out there again. And this, you know, we saw him last year and the year before I know I haven't put him to work, but you know, he's there. Right. Um, That's, It's, you kind of play, let's put it this way, you kind of play the long game with flood a little bit. Um, But it's a great way to go. And it's flood adjusters, I I feel like, are a little bit like um, um, session players in Nashville, (laughs) right? Somebody's kind of got to die for the spot to open up. And there's a long line of people. Um, But you can get in there if you're good. That will reach over a lot of a long line of people to pull somebody out that they know is a solid adjuster and that is, fast but has a high quality product has great customer service and no would really be an asset they're gonna pull you out and slide you where they need you to go so i wouldn't you know it's popular a lot of people want to do it um but it's a matter of being good yeah i think um so It's, it's kind of my thoughts on flood
0: it's always been real important to me to stay kind of uh super customer oriented like my my medical company i'm a-plus BBB rated. I'm five-star Google rated. Um, and yeah. that's important to me, that reputation. It's hard to behold those. You know, it's hard to have nobody to say anything bad about you. And knock on wood, I have zero. <laughs> right, and, right. You know, but I, But at times, it's kind of where I benefit from being in people's faces and communicating with them on a, on a different level than just, hey, I'm just here to sell you an X-ray or I'm here just to adjust your job. I mean, pe- there's still people. You know, yeah. and oh yeah, and so you want to you want to talk to people like people don't come in with some super "I'm the boss" attitude. <laughs> you know, yeah, and I'm sure. sure it translates to all industries, but not everybody's got that. Not everybody is an early person. I'm I'm smiling at 6 a.m. the same as most people are at noon. You know, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, But I have a little thing I say is, "What sound does a rooster make in the morning?" I say, "I don't know. I'm shining before the sun."
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Bruce, are still in bed when I'm a... That's yes, right. Um, yeah, no, it's, you're absolutely right. Um, and I, just to kind of put it into, you know, um, simple terms, if you're pleasant to work with and friendly all the time, no matter what, then the customers are going to love you, right? And you know this, mm-hmm. customers will love you. Your managers are going to love you. The sales apparatus, the agent, the carrier agents, the carrier—they're all going to be like, you know. If you, just speaking generically, you could take a person who's kind of average at everything—average, you know, speed, average, you know, customers or uh, claim technical accuracy as far as like how their their estimates shake out. But if they are like willing to go the extra mile and are even if when offered or given a kind of a garbage task to do if they're say, I'll take care of that. I'll get that off your plate. No problem. Smile friendly, you know, I'll let you know when it's done or it's consider it done or whatever. Right. That person is going to work. Oh yeah. Way more than somebody who's an ace at, at the technical stuff, but is, you know, the doctor that comes in, the oncologist that comes in for five minutes, to talk to you, you know, give you your prognosis and then just turns around and leaves. Right. Um, so having a good bedside manner, um, being friendly, um, you know, obviously not be having knowledge and that sort of thing or being able to get the answers to questions. Those are all keys. And I think that people forget that in this industry is it's a it's a face to face. It's a person to person job. It's, robots aren't going to replace us. AI is not going to replace us. Um, because, you know, you flip the, the table and as a homeowner, I don't want a drone flying into my yard and telling me what my claim is. I want to talk to somebody, especially my contractor standing there. We have complex, you know, right. a complex restoration thing situation with the damage and different layers of the policy. You need to have somebody you look you in the eye, shake your hand. You know, be able to answer your questions, be able to make decisions on the spot, right? To say, all right, these are all things we're going to pay for. Unfortunately, we can't pay for that because of this part of the policy. Um, but we can absolutely pay for this over here. Blah, blah, blah. You know, do you have any questions? What can we do to help, you know, so on and so forth, right? The customer experience. Um, it's just not going to go away. You got more people, you got more houses, you know, so it's, there's, there's some job security here. Um, unless something totally bizarre and weird happens that I, we can't foresee, which is always entirely possible. Yeah. I don't see this particular work going away anytime soon. That's that's for sure.
0: I was um and right when I first when this idea piqued my first interest, and in it forgive me if it wasn't you that said it, but I was watching an adjuster video and he goes, You and somebody said, You want a recession proof job? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and I'm I'm ready to be on the other side of the mall. You know, I've been, right. I've been on this side for so long and this side doesn't, you know, sometimes I put in a lot of hour and labors for a job that I don't get. And I've worked yeah. with a lot of adjusters on roofs and they've, I've gotten along with all of them, even the rough ones, even the ladder assist, yeah. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> I've gotten along with all of them and it just, I don't know why it never clicked that, you know, I just this is where you this is probably where you're going to shine pretty well, brother. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's for okay. sure.
1: And yeah, <laughs> adjusters get paid for being there, uh, whether we find damage or not. Obviously, the you know, as you know, hopefully you know, the more damage that we find, the more we get paid, mm-hmm. right? The bigger my claim is because I'm getting. What amounts to, if you've run the math out, basically a percentage of of the gross total of the claim as a representation of how much work you supposedly did on the claim, right? With the macros, I mean, that's debatable that you're doing a lot of work. But, um, yeah, so recession proof. I've said it. You may not have heard me say it, but I have absolutely
0: said it. It may have been you. I watched one video and I heard it one time, and you're the first adjuster video to come up on no matter how you search adjuster. (laughs)
1: oh good i'm glad to hear that
0: (laughs) so it probably Um, was you
1: yeah so and as far as like you know to for people that maybe don't you're scratching their heads about that the weather doesn't care el nino or el la nina doesn't care who the president is they don't care what if there's a pandemic or not the toilet doesn't care What's going on in any – if the stock market's up or down, it's going to overflow and trash the house, right? Mm -hmm. Period. Car accidents, all that kind of stuff. So claims happen independently of – Pretty much anything else, right? Right. As long as there are insurance companies and there are houses and buildings and vehicles and things like that that can be insured and have claims, things happen to them, right? Because this is insurance is all about transferring risk to the insurance company. There's got to be claims and there's got to be people to handle those claims, right? Period. So doesn't matter what the economy's doing. Doesn't matter if the housing market crashes, if it skyrockets, if it's whatever. Claims are claims, right? I've and even and I will tell you this. Um, if you're, if you are really, really diligent about being Johnny on the spot, you know, always saying yes to, to, to things, um, taking the, the garbage things and gigs and getting those off of your manager's desks, um, getting the extra training, going the extra mile, being, always being friendly, no matter what, not fighting with anybody, period. I don't, there's no need, there's no reason to fight. No. Um, then you can even in years where mother nature isn't cooperating and there's not all, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot going on um, or there's, you know, for there's just happens to be a dip in the number of toilets that overflow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're still going to be working. Right. Because there's always something going on. It may not be that Dallas, you know, gets nailed with three inch hail. It could be that, Carney, Nebraska gets nailed with three inch hail and it's a little t- tiny town, right? Yep. You're going to be one of four guys that goes to Carney, Nebraska when everybody else is sitting there watching the Weather Channel, you know, scraping the mold off the bread and digging into couch cushions for change so yeah. they can eat, pay, put gas in their car, right? You're working because you put in all this extra work, networking, um, being a light and not a, you know, a cranky guy who's you know the first question i ask is what's the split how much am i going to get paid you're not yeah. that guy do you know what i mean you're easy to work with you are knowledgeable you've like and not to I, I don't think i was like the best adjuster in the world um but i knew which parts i needed to get right and i was the guy in car nebraska with two or three or four other guys um or in hannibal missouri you know, nothing else is going on in Bismarck, North Dakota, <laughs> just middle of nowhere. But it's, it's, those are my, my all time favorite storms ever to work because everybody's super nice, little tiny small town. You know, at the end of the suburbs or at the end of town, there's fences, like a road that goes around town and it's cornfields for, 50 or 60 or 100 miles until the next town. Yeah. So that's where you work and you don't have to drive. I mean, you may have to drive a little bit for some claims. And if you do farm and ranch, you're going to be driving a lot, but those were the best gigs and always something going on always. And I think the six hurricanes that I've worked, I don't know. I don't think there was one that I showed up on that. I got called and I like arrived at that wasn't already like two or three or four weeks into it because I was already working something else. Mm-hmm. Right. I was in St. Louis. I was in Colorado Springs. I was in wherever, right? Working hail claims on some little tiny storm that only two adjusters got sent on, um, or 15 adjusters got sent on. And then by the end of the third week, there was four people left, right? Because they got the big chunk out of the way, but they hit a lot. Those storms tend to have a long tail on them. You want to be that guy, right? Um, So it could be even like, quote unquote, weatherproof. You know, I don't think I ever had a year where, um, in 22 years, 21 years, whatever it was, um, if where June 1st rolled around where I wasn't deployed, right. it was not one year. Every single year it was, cause something happened in March, April or May. Um, usually if, if, if it was really quiet and nothing was happening by maybe by May 15th, May 20th, something happened, right? And then I'm out for the rest of the summer. Um, so that was my experience with it for sure. Um, everybody's just a little bit different, I guess. And I wouldn't be sitting here saying, you know, there wouldn't be, it wouldn't be proper for me to set, try to set an expectation that that's exactly what would happen for you. Yeah. Um, but I think if you, if you make all the right moves and you put a lot of work into, um, being a really great adjuster that the opportunities are always going to, your phone's going to bring, because you, because if you're reliable, they know that they can count on you. They're going to count on you. You're yeah. like, oh, well, I know I can call David, and he's gonna, he'll, he'll take this one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I'm, instead I'm, of them calling three other people and getting turned down to go pick up that one that's two and a half hours one way away, hmm. and you, if you're the fourth person or fifth person, no man, I got it. Just, just send it on over. I'll take care of it. Right? They're gonna skip calling all those other people and just come straight to you not that much fun but then that guy feels a little sense of reciprocity he'd be like you know we just got a big hailstorm in you know madison wisconsin and there's all these you know there's a apartment complex with 77 buildings in it all right and they're all 250 square roofs sidings all damaged and everything one adjuster handles that 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 commercial group that loss let's give that to david he's been david's been really been you know helping us out with a lot of these really crappy ones let's pay him back Right. Yeah, hey, you yeah. want these 77 up in Madison, It'll take you a week. Boom, boom. You just made $30,000. Yeah. Right. Call, call David. In a week. <laughs> call David. Right?
0: Call David. So you got to put your, and I do understand you got to put yourself in that position though. You know, yeah. If there's so many people that, uh, that you're right. Like, you know, how much is it going to pay or this or that? I mean, bottom line yeah. is, you know, it's what it's not going to be under. Okay. You've got an idea at this point, you know, they're not going to rip you off. Um, but one question I did have is I'm still kind of unclear on how the firms work. As far as do as as an IA, do you work for several or do you work for one? Right. How does how does that work? Yeah, good question.
1: <clears throat> so yeah, so that so um, obviously the carriers have a contract with um, one or more IA firms, and it may be that you know State Farm has is contracts with a whole bunch of different IA firms, all the big ones. Um, if you are, uh, as a, as a as a new adjuster, I would say that you're you're going to be diversifying your your opportunities for work is important, right? So if you're you're going to want to get on everybody's roster for sure, and try to go to all their networking events if you can, uh, whatever makes sense. Um, and then one of those is going to kind of pop up, right? That keeps sending you work. And you, you kind of like build up some rapport with, with someone like the hiring, they're the, the dispatchers or the field managers that you're always working with. You're always working with the same people and they're like, they want to keep you around because they like you. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to find ways to keep you busy. Um, if you are, um, as, as you, I'll put it this way. I think as you, become more experienced as an adjuster, the more you're going to only really work for one company, Okay. right? So you kind of find yourself always working for the same company because they always have something for you to do, right? If you're feeling like you're, you don't really like the company culture or, you know, there may be greener grass someplace else, then you can jump over and restart the process of getting to know that other team at that other company, um, but by and large, I think that, you know, if hurricanes hit and things like that, you want to be on standby for as many companies as possible. And when the first one pops up, yeah, I'm going, I'll, I'll go with you guys. I don't, who are you? I don't, it doesn't matter. I just need to get on this hurricane.
0: Yeah.
1: And then from there, then you, then now you've got a storm under your belt. Right. And then you can kind of like, just keep playing that game until you get narrowed down to like one company. That's your company. Right. I worked for pilot. For, I, I kind of did this in reverse a little bit. Um, they got me on my first storm in 2000, I think. And then they kept me busy for about 14 years straight. Wow. And I didn't work for anybody else. I didn't network. I didn't do anything. I, I think because it was like a more pilot storm. I'm, I'm, I was always with pilot, right? Yeah. Um, they kept me very busy. Um, and then the carrier client, kind of change things up they, just, they weren't using as many IAs and they, they were developing their own like staff cat team and so I wasn't getting calls anymore from those guys and I was like you know but they were still a client right so I wasn't I got kind of like notched into a little spot that I kind of painted myself into a corner I couldn't get out of yeah and so I had to like diversify out a little bit uh, I still worked for pilot but then I was working for CIS, and uh, did some stuff for Worley. I did some stuff for. Um, did I ever do anything with Eberle? I just worked for Paysetter. Um, so, you know, I I, I kind of branched out a little bit. But then it's still like if I was still doing still in that game, I probably would. I'd be working daily, and then I'd be working for a bunch of companies. But for Cat, I would try to narrow it back down to one company that was just because it's just easier that way. I think.
0: Yeah, it um, is. And to build that relationship with those people. Uh, yeah.
1: So to, so to kind of sum up, I guess, to start off, I would have the expectation that you're going to pretty much go with whoever gets makes your phone ring first. Yeah. Um, and then sort of like dial it in from there. But going to, to NACA is a key piece of this um, because you could ask these questions to those guys and they'll tell you. They'll say, you know, they'll tell you exactly what they, they need for you to do or the kind of adjuster that they need you to be. The certifications that they really like, the ones that they don't care about. They don't care about you getting a drone. Nobody that I know is like, "Oh, we're building our drone team." Never
0: used it. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, even State Farm, I think, quietly canceled their like in-house drone outfit. Um, but so it's so you're going to learn, right? So you're going to learn. You're going to talk to the people at Pilot and Alacrity and Transcend and you know Primeco and all these companies and be like. You know, what can I do to be, like, on your roster and be busy? That's, what, what kind of an adjuster is the kind of person that you keep busy? Oh, that's a good question. Well, here, this is, these are all the things that I really like to see and, you know, so on and so forth. So, I got it. A- you, you'll come out of that. You'll come out of that uh, if you go, which I hope you do because I'm going. Um, you'll come out of it with a... a, a much wider field of view on the industry for sure yeah, i'm
0: going to try to pull that off because uh, it's actually a good time in equipment in medical equipment all the doctors are buying through december 31st for tax reasons yeah january yeah. i'm dead i'm dead in the waters yeah there you go, My go time to get this done now yep. i noticed that in one of your videos i clicked on a link that took me to pace setter and that's where i found out that pace setter was handling citizens in florida well, yep, I like yep. that idea. Yeah, <laughs> citizen yeah. is covering a lot. Um, there's yeah. a lot of that out here. Um, I like the pilot. I like the, all the ideas, to be honest with you. Um, but I'm also, you know, I know that things will shake out and pan out. But in these slow times, do do like I I took auto body and collision in tech school. I hated it, but it taught me something. OK, sure. I, I'm a avid boater I, and I actually have race boats and I I put my own engines in these boats. I So auto and marine is another thing that I may be great for in my slow time. It's not what I want to focus on.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: But uh, but I know vessels in and out and I know cars in and out and I have a passion for engines, period. So sure. So is that something you would do in your slow time?
1: Yeah, so that's that's a great question, and I would say that you're, you know, uh, if if you are not just a cat adjuster um, doing cat property, but you also do auto, um, auto is one of those kind of things that you can, depending on how you put it together, you can turn it on and off whenever you need. It's all app based, right? So they send you, oh, we got a, a car that you know had an accident and it's parked over at this this scrapyard or it's parked in, at the Walmart parking lot because the person works there or whatever. Um, you go over there and take pictures of it and you may or may not write an estimate. Um, and that's, that's the kind of thing that kind of, you know, a lot of it's people do that's, it's low, it's relatively low skilled. Um, but I think, you know, um, you can get work in a body shop. I mean, there's there's a lot of different things that you can do. Um, I would highly recommend that people look into doing auto and marine if you're you know if you have the the, the knowledge and on that sort of thing. Um, and you a lot of these IA firms that that everybody thinks just do property. A lot of them do auto, marine, and 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 crop insurance, farm and ranch, commercial, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I would if I were you, if, if I was interested in that, I would check out Iapath.com. path.com. Okay. Um, my story. buddy, Chris Stanley's. Yeah. So he's, Chris Stanley has, that's his, his uh, platform and he's got um, trainings in there for CCC one uh, software. He's got a, he's a, he loves to write and he's done it several books where he's collaborated with other people in, in our industry Um on resumes, on heavy equipment, RVs. I mean, you name it. He's probably got like 18 bucks or 20 bucks, something crazy like that. All that are in the adjusting space, mostly geared towards career and auto, but a little bit of property thrown in there as well. Um, so I would definitely check that out. And that's something, again, like I said, you can kind of fill in spaces with um, with auto and things like that when you're between cats. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's not, a good that I'm question. I'm not busy,
0: so I, that's why I'm trying to figure out something. Oh yeah, to to fill the gaps with. I, I'm a I I can't yep. sit still. I probably if, if, uh, besides Adjuster TV, I don't think I've watched any other TV, and you know <laughs> it, it, it right. probably two to five somewhere almost five years I would say. Um, I, yeah. I don't even me wrong. The TV's on. My wife's watching it. I'll sit down, or if it's the news or something, I'm seeing it. But I can't. My it. it I have no. Um, I get nothing from it. Um, I'll watch yeah, like yeah. a lot of like investigative discovery and things like that. If I'm learning something, this and that, I'll, I'm good with it. But I'm a I'm a go. Yeah. You know, I can find. She doesn't need a honey do list. I got my honey honey list. So <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, any yeah, things I want to do. Um, and I own every tool in the world. And like I told you, as far as deployment goes, I've got cougar paws. I've got my ladders. I've got my truck. I've got I've got everything. Um, yeah. And, and I'm ready to rock, but I just, again, there's coming in, this is a, you know, this opportunity to talk to you kind of fills in a lot of the voids that were worrying me, um, not knowing. Sure, good deal. You know, and coming out of, you know, I, for 20 plus years, I've been self-employed. I understand how to handle expenses. I have an umbrella company I run all my income into, uh, which is just my company. Um and you know. so I'm totally prepared for independent and I work well with no supervision. Um but that, you know, my the the way I work and, and I find it normal. I think I don't think weekends are weekends. Saturday's the same day to me as Monday when it comes down to sure. work stuff. Um unless I've just been neglecting the family or something I have to make this time. <laughs> you know, uh they're all the right. same to me. Um uh, but at the same time I I, I have to think ahead, you know, the, the pandemic and the recessions and, and talking and all that, this, and, and what it did to my medical company. Um, it's fortunate. We're still, we still have a roof over our head because we went from, you know, yeah. we lost over a million dollars in four months. And that's a, that's a lot of money for an independent guy and independent yeah, reps sure. Weren't getting any business. So they were going to work for my competitors. And yeah. it was, uh, it's it's been a it's been a move, but again, I I just I, I'm ready to be on this side of the ball. I've worked with so many adjusters, I've got so many adjuster friends, and nobody but my one buddy who's edged this on me for a couple of years has really said, "Man, you just need to go and do this right now." And this hurricane spoke to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to the family. Yeah, um, I'm happy. Yeah, so I'd say. For you, to recap for you, I would say... Finish it, finish getting that Florida license. Um, go to nipr.com or surcon.com. Once you get that license in hand and apply for the rest of all the rest of them we talk about. Um, meanwhile, be getting your Xactimate level one and two certifications, okay. you know, kind of lined up. Um, David, I'm going to give you, um, a free year of Adjuster TV plus. So you're going to have like oh, yeah. access to all of my, adjust your exact training videos um, as well Um, and then we'll see you at NACA man
0: yeah I'm gonna gonna make it happen how am I gonna convince the wife to let me slide to Vegas without her
1: (laughs) I don't know I don't know either (laughs) (laughs) that's That's for you to figure out. I know that's
0: (laughs) going to be tough, but you know, but hey, man, I appreciate the, the, that's amazing. I appreciate everything from you. And I really appreciate you replying to me in 10 minutes from my first email. (laughs) That was great.
1: Well, if it was the first thing in the morning, I was probably just sitting there and checking my email. Yeah.
0: And I just (laughs)
1: just caught me right at the right time. Yep,
0: That's cool, man. Time and everything, man. So thank you. I appreciate everything again.
1: Yeah. You bet, brother. All right. All right. We'll catch up with you later. All right. Thank you. Bye. You yeah, to See ya.
0: Adjuster TV. Living the dream since 2018.